back, Matching Radio with David Diamante. We have a, a great guest today, the chosen one, Edgar Berlanga. He's a super middleweight, 20 and 0, 16 knockouts. I think that's all first round chaos, too. Yes, sir. And uh, yo, it's great to see you, my man. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. So, I mean, wow. We, you were just saying, uh, it reminded me back in the day. I mean, we've known each other a long time. Yeah. I remember you. As a, as a youngin, and ten years old, yeah, announcing your fight. I used to train at that gym on Weirfield, yeah, yes, and um, man, it was a great group of guys that I remember. So Benny used to train you guys, right? Yeah. And I remember you guys used to do all the tournaments. And Kiko was in that group, right? A Kike, yeah, Kike. Okay, Jojo, his brother, little Matt with the moles. My man, the moles. He lived. Is that Matty Guns? No. Yeah, Lefty Guns. Lefty Guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still fighting. Actually, he's sparring with uh Serrano. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lefty Guns. He trains with Moses. Yeah. Good dude. Yeah, I remember that man, and I remember doing your fights. You know, yeah, when you were ten years old. And then I remember. Yeah, this we go back, and and now look. So yeah, that was well. So back in the day, that gym, it was you. You're from Bushwick. Yeah. From Brooklyn, if people don't know, that's a neighborhood in, in Brooklyn. Yeah. I lived there for many years. We we lived just blocks from each other, and and that gym was across is actually Queens, yeah. but it was right across the street from Brooklyn, right on the border. Yeah. And uh, and then also Kelly had a gym across the street. GMYU, get your money up. GMU, physique, American physique, right across. The street. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah. yeah, that was a great time, man. That was a great facility. It was cool. That that was good. It did a lot of stuff. I think for. The kids in that area get them yeah. off the streets and 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 stuff. But you you've been about this game for a long time, man. And um, wow, you've done a lot of stuff. So first of all, how how are you feeling? How's everything keeping? Um, I'm feeling amazing, man. You know, okay. right now, you know, I'm a free agent. Yes, we're um, gonna talk about this. You know, we parted ways with top rank, but like other than that, man, I'm 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 feeling good, man. I'm you know I'm back in the gym, training, and you know hopefully we get a fight a fight day soon. Well, I've been running into you and your pops. Big shout out to your pops too, because he's a great guy. And, and I, right there, yeah, he's OG. He's here, and and, he, and I've known him also for a long time. Yeah. But I keep running into you guys in Vegas. You living out in Vegas now? Oh uh, no, nah, what we did was like so we had an we had an an, uh, an apartment over there, a house that we was renting because of the whole thing when I tore my biceps, so I right. went out there to do the whole recovery thing. So I figured, why spend money on Airbnb? We could rent the house for sure. Here. And just have a crib out there, you know, and then we did camp for the Rose fight out there. So we was out there for like six months and then we shot back out here and then we went to Puerto Rico. So, um, well, that's that's obviously you, you're Boricua. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you represent, um, you know, you love guys like Cotto, Trinidad. Yeah, yeah. These are big inspirations for you. Even I think Trinidad said one time he sees some of himself, yeah. sees some of you and himself. Yeah. Um, that must have felt great. Mm-hmm. I was with him. Uh, for the June fight, he had he had uh, we had went which we went with each other on a uh, on a run in the track. We were supposed to do three miles and we wound up only doing two. You know he's getting older. So he's getting older. Tito. And uh, now nah, his energy was great, man. And then another time I went to his 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 town in Cupe Alto, up in the mountains. We went to one of his favorite restaurants where he's always at. You know it's like his family owns it. We went there. We was chilling there for like about five, six hours, like talking about boxing, about his life, about my life, about his dad, about my pops. We drank coffee. You know, he at freaking like at eight o'clock at night we was drinking coffee. He went crazy. He was like, oh my god, you know, because that's like a thing for Puerto Ricans is when they find out that you drink a coffee late at night, it's like that's something different, you know. Listen, the the yauco. If y'all don't know, if you ever go to the Puerto Rico, yauco 
is the coffee region. Yeah. And it's some of the best in the world. It really is. Close to Cabo Rojo. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful place. And I've traveled vastly to Puerto Rico. I've been there many times. Yeah. Worked over there and, and, you know, got a lot of friends over there. So yeah. from Ponce to Salinas yeah. to Cabo Rojo, Yauco. But the, the coffee there is great. So that's amazing. That must have been really uh, uh, to hang out with one of your idols. Yeah, I, I was actually like tearing because it was at one point he was talking and I was just like, I dazed out looking at him, you know, and I was like, damn, like, he's here in front of me. And when uh, in the restaurant, he has like a, a mural of him with the, with the title and the owner, which is like it's one of his family members. He said, when you win a world title, you're going gonna to grab your picture and we're going we're gonna to paint you right next to him. I love in, that. In the restaurant. I love that. So let's talk about this for a second. So uh, there's so much I want to talk about. Yeah. You know, you just you brought it up that you you're now a free agent. Yeah. Um, when you first turned over, I, I announced some of your first fights. I remember because we were we were doing a, a promotion with Evander Holyfield. Yeah. Yep. And you were with us. Yep. And man, that was great. We did those fights in Brooklyn at yep. the uh, King's Theater, yep. which they revamped. They did a great job over there. Beautiful. And then you did your thing in the ring. That was amazing. Then you signed with Top Rank. And you were on this incredible ascent, and you were you were knocking dudes out the box. Man. Um, what happened with Top Rank? What, what, what's can you say what what happened there, and and why you a free agent now? Um, so first and foremost, you know, Top Rank did an amazing job with me up to this point. You know, um, I feel like you know we uh, there was a lot of misunderstanding, not misunderstanding. Like it wasn't the agreements wasn't there. You get what I'm saying? Like what we wanted. They didn't want, and what they wanted, we didn't want. Okay. You know, my team, you know, we had over four months. We probably had at least like five meetings or something, and it was just like always going back and forth or something. Like they wanted me to fight this person, we didn't want to fight. We wanted to fight somebody better. They didn't want that. We wanted something else. They didn't want that. So it was just like a lot of going back and forth, and it just got to the point that we was just like, yo, listen, like I don't think it's working out no more. Like we can, we can't come to an agreement with nothing in the world. Like we tried and tried and tried. There was nothing that we could, that you know, that we could agree upon. And, you know, Keith Conley, my dad, was just like, yo, we're just going to, let's just, you know, work our way out of this, separate with them, and, you know, we keep moving forward. And that's what we did. Well, you are with Keith. He's a wonderful guy, and he's a great manager. And I know that right now there's a lot of people buying for you. Yeah. You just had a meeting with Oscar and Eric Gomez. Mm -hmm. You just had a meeting probably with Eddie, I would assume. Yep. Um, that must be, feel good. Everyone's, you know, courting for you, looking at you. How does that feel? Actually, when when... When the press got released that, you know, we was free less than a day, I mean, freaking Floyd called my phone and uh I wound up calling Keith. I'm like, Well, I spoke to Floyd, you know, he was telling me everything he wanted to do and, you know, I'm a household name, he wants to make me into a bigger household name, you know, telling me the things that's obviously true. And uh I told him, yo, just contact Keith Conley, you know, and then we we go from there and then uh the next day Keith calls me, he's like, Yo, Oscar's reaching out. Eddie's reaching out, Al's reaching out, like, and just the phone calls never stopped since then. Like, it's just been back to back that, to the point that I can't even see sometimes at night. You know, I'm just up, like, at 4 o'clock in the morning, my eyes wide open, telling my, my, my fiance, like, yo, this is crazy. I can't believe it. In a good way. Yeah, in a good way. Like, I'm happy. You know, I didn't think it was going to be, I, I knew it was going to be crazy, but not this crazy. Like, this so who are you signing with? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Um, but that's great. It's it's great to be wanted, and and these are by the top players. Yeah. So that that's an exciting time. I mean, listen, the, the landscape, you live at 168. You're a super middle, right? So Caleb Plant, Benavidez, that's a good fight. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously Canelo, mm -hmm. undisputed. 
uh, you know, David Morrell. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of names, and even guys like maybe Triple G, yeah. Jaime Munguia, because you know what, he was going to fight Jacobs at 166 to go to 168. That's that's not a stretch. That would be a fire fight. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That could be a great fight. So there are a lot of different options, I think, for you, and yeah. and a lot of different dance partners for you uh, in that neighborhood. Um, what are your thoughts? What do you what, first of all? What are your thoughts about the Benavides plan? And what, what's uh, your what's your what's you what do you like in one sixty? I got uh, Benavides edging that as, uh, off the victory. You know, I think um, you know just his style and you know, I just think not only like skill wise, Caleb Plant has it, but uh, you know Benavides is a dog. Then he's gonna walk in and yep. walk him down and try to knock him out. The way he's been talking on social, it looks like he's gonna want to fight fire with fire for twelve rounds. So. I imagine with, with, with Benavidez on that. And uh, for everybody else at the 168 division, man, you know, there's a lot of beasts like me. You know, at that level, man, everybody's a, is a dog. That's it. You That's know, it. Can't, at that level, is like everybody hits hard. Everybody could take a punch. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has everything. It's all about the mind. Like, that's what separates you at that level is this, is the mindset and how you think in that ring to outthink that person. You know, and I learned that from Floyd, watching Floyd, like, you know, a lot of fights of Floyd and, you know, just a lot of things with Floyd that I picked off on and it's the truth. Like, at that level, it's about mine, you know? And um, like I said, man, you got big fights for me out there. You got Munguia, you got, like, and at this point where I'm at right now in my career that I'm a ticket seller that to to be a future, like, huge household name, I feel like it's just about making the right moves now. Like, the right money moves, the right fight moves, you know? It's about moving strategic and choosing the right fights and just continue to win, blow up, and be a, a mega star in the sport and win titles and, you know, make the bag. Well, I always got to keep it a buck because that's what we do. So talking about the mind, you know, you fought Coceres, tough fighter. We saw we saw him uh, against BJ Sonda. That was a tough fight. Coceres is a tough fighter. Yeah. He knocked you down, but you got back up. You did your thing. Also, Angulo, you tried to take a bite out of, out of my guy right here. What, what, tell me about that. What, going through those setbacks, what were you going through at the time, and how has that made you stronger? Um, with the Coceres fight, you know, I, I, if you look at that fight, I was beating the crap out of him. You know, if you look at him, when he fought B.J. Saunders, he was he was beating him the whole fight. It's a tough fight up. until he got knocked out. Yeah, that until was that was a tough fight. And with me, I broke his audible bone in three places. Not a lot of people know that because the press never released that, but I broke his audible bone in three places. And they was going to stop that fight. That fight was going to get stopped in the ninth. And just so happened, he wound up dropping me, right. which I got up and I won the next round, the 10th round, convincingly, you know. So, you know, it comes with the territory of boxing. And then um, I came off that a quick layoff. I tore my bicep. You know, that injury is at least a year and a half to a year of recovery without doing anything. And I came back in a matter of four months to main event, fight a dude that went toe-to-toe -to -toe for four rounds with Triple G. Steve Rose, who's a who's a you know who's a veteran, you know he got experience, you know he knows what it's like to be in that type of environment, and I stepped up and I was like, yeah, let's do it, you know, e even injured at that still, you know, and I still took those fights, and then we jumped in with Angulo, you know, that fought Zebra, uh, Zebra, uh, Ramirez, right. fought um, BB Anthony Sims, another tough dude, he fought what 11 rounds with David Benavidez. And you know we beat him convincingly as well. You know I, I know I did the whole bite thing, but you know it's a, it's a what was going through your mind? What 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 was it? What happened? That you know like all right. So nobody don't. This is another thing. Nobody don't understand what was going on during that before that fight I, in the locker room. We knew he was a he's a rugged fighter. He's gonna throw elbows. He's gonna headbutt. He's gonna do all types of dirty stuff. And we spoke to the ref and we said like ref, listen man, like you have to be aware of these throughout the whole fight because this is the type of fighter he is. 
And uh, he was like, yeah, yeah, no problem, Chap. You know, you know, me and everybody, we're gonna take care. We're gonna hold you down. All right, I'm just let you know, like this dude's, you know, he's a he's a, he's a dirty fighter. Yeah, kind of so dirty tactics. Yeah. So now I get into the fight, and he's doing the same thing, and the ref is not warning him. Which I'm not trying to say that I was right for for trying to do that. Right. But it was just an instinct that came. Like it was just, you know, I'm a fighter, bro. You know, yeah. from Brooklyn, bro. I'm like, ah, like you know, but it wasn't. <laughs> it was just something that just came out of me because. He slid me open with an elbow. You get what I'm saying? And, yeah. and the whole fight, I just kept feeling elbows hitting my, my forehead, headbutting. You know, he was throwing certain shots and turning it over. And then if you slow mo the fight, you could see it. And I'm just like, damn, how the ref didn't even peep that? Right. And right. then obviously I did what I did. You know, it went it went went viral because the next day I was on I, it aired on uh on the Jimmy Kimmel show with with Mike Tyson. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about. Uh, he's promoting his his uh his edible brand. His edibles, right? With the with the with the Holyfield ear. With my with, with my video, you know. Which so, is our guy Holyfield, because you know we, we we close there. Yeah. So I was like, oh man, yeah. this, this is a bad deal. And I wasn't even suspended yet. But after that, the, and then like World Star and yeah, they had to do locked, Everybody like just started reposting it, and then it was just like it was done from. When is the suspension over? It was over December 11th. Okay, so it's done now. Six months, yeah. Okay. We had to pay a fine, ten thousand dollars. We paid the fine with no problem, and we just waited out. You know, I just took my rest, healed my arm. So you was talking about Brooklyn and being a dog, and another dog on Saturday is fighting right here at the Garden. That's Amanda Serrano. She's fighting Erica Cruz. That's just a good fight, actually. Um, Erica's a really tough opponent. You know, yeah. again, it's 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 uh, Puerto Rico v Mexico, which is always makes make for good fights usually. Mm -hmm. What do you what do you think about this fight and and what do you think of Amanda and and Cindy and and are they inspirations to you what what they've done in the sport? Of course, man. Like, if you guys don't know, she was actually my sparring partner when I was like twelve years old. There you go. And she's the first person, the first boxer to ever stun me like bad. Like, I'm twelve <laughs> years old. I never got hit the way I got hit by her, and that was like the first time I ever got stunned. And I seen white, and I had to stop. And she was like, I sparring like, yo, you good? And I was like. Nah, I'm not good. <laughs> I, my freaking head was buzzing like I blew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think we finished the round. And I had a, we had to stop the sparring because I was like, "Yo, wait, hold up." Which gym was this at? Which gym was this? This was in our uh, Wherefield. Oh, that was our gym. Yeah. Oh, so we checked it. Right, right, right. So, so, so with that, and I was like, "Oh, nah, I can't spar no more." She was just, she just hit so hard. Yeah, I was just scared again, but. And I went, we was like 15, you know, I got older, he got up, <laughs> right, right. and my dad, you know, went up to Jordan, he was like, hey, Jordan, you know, like, uh, put him to work, what, what are going to right. Talking about know? Jordan Maldonado. I'm like, yeah, I was, no, I was 14, yeah. two years later, you know, I got a little bigger, you know, right. a little stronger, he was like, oh, no, 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 not no more, we good, we good, we don't want that, you know. <laughs> you didn't want that smoke. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so that was like the story with us, and then obviously we was in Brotherhood Boxing Gym like years ago. Oh my God, what a great gym. I used to train at that gym too. That's crazy. They, well, now they got a new spot. They they moved. Yeah, they on decal. They are, Yeah, they 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 in the other spot because they were in Queens before. Now they're in Bushwick. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a great gym, and yeah. uh, so we started there. We, can't speak highly enough of those guys. Yeah, we was all over. So like me seeing her is like a true inspiration. Like people don't know like this is not fake what we like what we have. Like we literally like she knew me since I was like eight years old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. this is like real stuff. Like she lived literally three, four blocks away from me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like my dad grew up with Jordan like for years, you know? Uh -huh. And is this is like a real like I feel like it's a real brother and sister type of thing, and me seeing her doing this, it's amazing, making right. history. Yeah, the first fighter coming from Puerto Rico to do on this, to make to be on this Rio Champions, something different.
Yeah, it really is, and and I think we're gonna have a great night on Saturday night. And plus, and, you're getting paid too, so I, you know, so that's oh, another you know, blessing. Oh, we gotta the get game, paid. Listen, to change the game too, so that's another blessing. Listen, she she has, and and I'm really happy for her for that. And if she comes through Saturday, obviously the rematch with Katie Taylor, they're gonna run it back, probably in Ireland. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I think, man, after the first fight, I thought she won. I was watching it in Puerto Rico because I was getting ready for the June fight. And I was in my house going crazy over there in Puerto Rico. I was, uh, it was that was something. I wish I was there. What? I, know, bro. I was we, telling my we, dad. We I was like, I was telling my dad, yo, we should have just went for like, yeah. should have just flown Saturday and leave Sunday. That's like, it. Just come in and out. Like, damn, bro, I wanted to be there. You know, I was going freaking berserk in the house, and then you know the decision went over to Katie, and I was like, ah. like I thought she had it in the bag, you know. Right. But um, you know now I guess now you know she's going over there to her country. She's gonna have to fight a lot more harder now because you know how the judges could be over there. You know, it's her hometown. You know, it's a different environment, different fan base. Now it's gonna be none of her fan base. So you know, we gotta see. I know my sister's a warrior, so she gonna she gonna handle what she gotta do. She is a warrior. There's no doubt. But so is Katie. They're both yeah. just stop. Both I, they're both respecting them. Yeah, I mean yeah, they changed. They definitely changed the game for boxing for women like. Yeah. Those two girls right there is like something different. Like they definitely opened up the doors for women women's boxing to get paid, but also to to show that not only men could sell out the big house. That's right. Like we That's could right. do it too. That's right. That's right. And uh who knows? You've already fought here on Puerto Rican Day Parade. Yeah. I know that's a thrill. Yeah, man. It's something that that energy was just different, you know, like Puerto Rican Day weekend, and you know, I had a lot of competition, meaning like there was a lot of concerts going on that, you know, obviously it was coming off the pandemic two years, right? Having nothing. So a lot of concerts, a lot of big artists was there, and you know, we still managed to go in there and do numbers, man, and really do numbers and sell, and sell out. I, I was seeing you a lot uh, on social with Joey Crack. You still doing stuff with Fat Joe? You still talk with Joe? Yeah, yeah. He called me the other day. He was, uh, he's always calling me. Like throughout this whole break, I could say that he was like the one of the realest ones. Like he's always calling me, no matter what. Like he's always he got your me, back. Always calling me, checking up on me. Yo, what's up, champ? You good? You in the gym? You working? You know, he just called me out uh, like three days ago. He was asking me how's everything going. You know, like did you make the right decision? You know, and he was like, we gonna break everybody, anybody, because he knows how it is. You know. I, Coming from where we come from, you know, we got a lot of hate. Yeah. And hate, Joe's the type of person that if you go on my on my pictures, he's arguing with, with fans. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm like, I'm texting like, yo, don't argue with nobody. He's like, yo, you know, it's getting me, getting me tight, bro. Like, I see right, his comments, right. man. Like, he's arguing with people on the, on the comments. I'm like, damn, that's, that's a true supporter right there because you got a guy like Joey Crack arguing with a nobody. It's right. like, damn, bro. Yeah, he is a true supporter, man. Oh, fake haters on Instagram. Yeah, he's a New York legend. So, mm. so check it out. As we said, we got this big fight this weekend. Matchroom. I know you had talks with Eddie. You've had talks with other promoters. When are the fans likely to hear your decision of where you're going to go next? And what and what was it like sitting down with uh, with Eddie Hearn? Uh, so right now, you know, we're probably looking at like we show up for like next week. Okay. If not this week, early early next week. Okay. And uh, yeah, man. I mean, off the top of my head, you know, I already know who I'm, I want to go with, but I'm not gonna obviously reveal it now. But uh, sitting down with Eddie, man, I kind of thought, you know, he was gonna be, cause I never had any conversation with him. I never sat in front of him or nothing. I thought he was gonna be kind of like an asshole, but when I sat down <laughs> with him, he was actually a great, great guy. You know, like he was like showing me a lot of things that different that what I what I thought. And I'm pretty sure he probably thought the same. You know, cause I'm the type of guy you go on Instagram, you see the change, you see the 
the flashiness and think I'm a, I'm, a, I'm an asshole myself. But uh, you know, he's a great guy, man, and uh, you know, he's a legend. You know, he's like I said, I give him props because he came from the from 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 the other side overseas, came over here and started crushing the whole promoter thing, promotion thing. So you know, my hats goes out to him. I love that, and I know both of you guys, and I can say you're both, you know, top top notch fellas. And and I know that you know you wear the bling and this and that, but I know who you are. You you a real cat. Yeah, yeah. You've always kept it kept it really real, and I appreciate that. And and I got a lot of love for you, and I'm really excited yeah, to find out where you know what the to see what the next stop in your journey is whether it's here or whether somewhere else i i, I got love for you either way and i'm always going to be uh you know backing you up on that so thank you so much for taking the time and uh you know look to saturday night everybody uh serrano cruise at the garden um obviously the after party is going to be here we're, we're in my new bar diamantes 410 8th avenue um, so we got a huge after party here after, on the night. I know Edgar's going to be here, and uh, we're going to we, a lot of people are going to be here. So it's going to be amazing. If you could be here, I hope to see you guys here. And uh, thanks a lot. And we, we're heading into a huge 2023. So hope to see you guys out there on the road very soon.